You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, this is Jay Horowitz with the Mets Amazing Alumni Podcast. I'm here with my special guest, Frank Thomas. Frank, let me let me take it back to uh, to the winter of uh, 1961. You've just been traded from Milwaukee to the Mets. What were your thoughts on coming to New York and expansion team? I thought I was going to make a lot of money in New York. You did? I really did because I thought that you know there'd be some endorsements that would come along and things like that. Because I was told that that New York was a town to yeah. play in, and and you would things like that would happen. But I was surprised that I was traded because I was promised, okay, before I signed my contract, before I left Milwaukee. Uh, I said to him, before I sign, I'm going to ask you one question. What are my intentions for you, for me, for 1962? Right. And his answer to me was, you're going to be our left fielder. And I said, if that's the case, then you bring out whatever contract you want me to sign, and I will sign it. And I was honest with him. And whatever one, whatever he was going to pay me, that was it. And the reason why I said that is because you're giving me another chance to play to play regular again. And so you were kind of shocked when you were traded. I there. sure was. Yeah. So, I mean, now we go to the spring of, uh, you know, if you look at the Mets lineup that, that opening day, you know, Gil Hodges, yourself, Richie Ashburn, um, did you think it would turn to be that bad? I mean, the way it worked out, I mean... You know, I I thought we were going to have a good we had a good hitting ball club. We scored an awful lot yeah. of runs, and if you go back to that that year, we lost fifty one games in the seventh inning on by one run. Really? Yes. And if we'd have won those seventy one games, we'd have been in the playoffs. So in the spring, you know, it really you, I mean, you didn't foresee forty and one hundred and twenty. No, I didn't. Not not at all. Yeah. How how hard was you, Frank, going to the park? I mean, you had a Great year, you have 34 homers, 90-plus RBIs. How, how hard was it to keep getting up with the losing every day? Was it, was it hard to do? No, because I'll tell you why. Ball player has so much pride about himself yeah. and pride about what he's doing and, and what his profession is. And I went out there every day and said, well, the only thing that I thought about when I went out there, how are we going to lose today? Really? Because we lost every which way that any ball club could ever lose a ball game. What was the worst loss to you? I know it was a long time ago. Do you remember the worst loss you ever had? Or, I mean, one game, didn't Marth Throlberry miss a, he hit a home run and missed third base or something like that? No, he, he, he hit a triple. Right. Okay. And Casey came running out to second base. And Dusty Boggles, I think, was on second, the umpire's second base. He says, Casey, he missed second, too. <laughs> really? So he stopped arguing? <laughs> well, yeah. what, uh, you know, the, the year didn't begin, began 0-9. Did you get, did it got to a point that you think you might not win a game? or, or, or? No, no. You know, baseball run, wins in, in yeah. streaks, okay? A home run hitter is going to get a hot streak. Right. He'll go for maybe two to three weeks, and then all of a sudden he'll cool off. Okay, and the same way with with pitchers. Um, you know, you, you get a pitcher that loses maybe three games in a row, and then all of a sudden turn around and win five and six in a row. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned Casey Stangle. One of those things. The, I mean, what I've been told you was two separate Casey Stangles. The public one who catered to the press and made jokes, and the private one was really a, a pretty good manager. Yes, he was. He, you know, 
he used to go, you know, Hickman was was a pretty good ball player. Right. I mean, Hickman, Jim was my roommate, you know, uh, after Crane, after Crane Paul, and he would go close to where Hickman's locker was and would say different things to the writer saying, you know, this kid Hickman, you know, he could be a good ball player, you know, if he only did, you know, certain things. He wanted Jim to Hick, to Hickman to hear that, okay, but it backfired. But Jim took it the other way. Really? Yeah. And then when he left and went to Chicago, he had a great season. Right. And he, did you, what was, what was your relationship with Casey? My relationship with Casey was uh, very little because I was out in the field all the time. <laughs> on the bench, you know, I remember one time I was sitting next to him, and we had a man on first and second, nobody out. And I said, Case, Dolly's looking for you for a sign. He says, we're not going to have a sign. He said, we're going to surprise him. We're going to bunt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said, speaking of the hot streaks, you had a pretty good hot streak in the beginning of August in, in 1962. You still hold a record, a tie major league record, three consecutive games with two or more home runs. Yes, I could have had eight home runs in five games because we played Cincinnati after, on the 4th of August, right. doubleheader, and I just missed one in the first game, and I hit one in the 14th inning to win the second ball game. So I got ahead of eight home runs in five games. That's pretty good after so it's 38 plus 20, you know, almost 60 years to rename to still be in the record book. It's got to still be satisfying for the... Well, you know. it's, you know, I have records that, that I don't think are ever going to be broken. Which is another one that I mentioned. I mean, just the, 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 the one with the four home runs. Right. I'm the I'm the one the four hit the fourth one since baseball was invented in the 1800s until 1961. This feat has never been done in Major League Baseball, and I don't think it's ever going to be broken to hit five in a row. Yeah. But do you remember? Do you know who who's, who was the first one that hit six home runs in three games? No. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. You know what? I found out it was uh, it was it was Lee May. Um, um, Gus Zerniel, okay, and um, Jeff Devonin. Uh, you're the only, uh, the only. There's four of you guys who did it. But I was the second one yeah, to do yes, it. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you know. I didn't know who was the first one. Yeah, that that was Lee it. May. Um, Ed Cranepool, 17 year old kid out of high school. The Mets assigned him to be your roommate. Right, then, right. I I try to steer him in the right direction. You know, tell him that uh, that, that baseball is a lot different in high school than it is in professional right. baseball. And you're going to have ups and downs, and uh, you're going to have to, uh, you know, be the type of person not to get down on yourself and stuff like that. I, I know you we reached out to Ed. I know we had a kidney transplant. You, you try and keep contact with somebody. Yeah, I keep, in, I keep in touch with him, and I keep in touch with Ron Hunt. Okay, Ron calls me quite often, and, and I talk to him, and I talk to his wife, Jackie. And uh, and I and I call Ed every once in a while. When I found out he was having a kidney transplant, you know, I called him and, and told him. I said, I wish him luck and God God be with him. Right. We hear those stories about how great the fans were in '62 and '3. We were losing. They were pretty good. They you know supported. Fans are the greatest fans in the world in, in New York. I, I I had the best of both worlds. I mean, you know, the fans of Pittsburgh were great, and fans in New York are great also. Did you did you think that uh, I know Gil was hurt a lot Hodges in the beginning? Did you think he would go on to being the manager he was? And were, I mean, well, I never I never knew that uh, you know he, that, but you never know you know. Aaron Boone right now is a manager okay right. with the Yankees okay never had any manager jury experience at right. all 
I mean, he was in a radio booth for uh, you know the game of the week and stuff like that. But you you learn things by watching and listening, and you could probably be a pretty good manager. But you have to have the tools and you have to have the yeah. players that can win for you. And if you don't have that, forget it. I, I say that I guilt. Uh, he taught you how to play first base a little bit. He, well, I used to talk to him when he was with Brooklyn. Right. You know, when they, when they moved me in to play first base. And I used to ask him different things. How do you stand over here? What what should you do? Yeah. He says, you know, when your when your ball is to, to your to your right, you know, step on the bag with your left foot so you can go out further with the right foot, and things like that. So he was a big help to me, and uh, and I really appreciate it. And to me, he was a great guy. Yeah. But, but back then, back then, Jay, the ball players were nice to each other. Yeah, right. Okay. And if there was any discipline, anything that uh, you know, if somebody got in a fight or something like that, the ball players handled it themselves, not the umpires like they are today. Right, I hear uh, In other words, if somebody throws at somebody, you know, you can bet your bottom dollar that the team that uh, they were thrown at is going to retaliate. Good example, Vernon Law. Vernon Law, Murtaugh says to him, he said, I want you to knock that first hitter down. And, and, and Vernon Law says, but Danny, I don't do those things. <laughs> and Murta said to me, he says, well, if you don't, just put $5,000 on my che a check on my desk really? after the game. He, he did, though. He did That's those. exactly, and he threw right at the guy. You, you told me a story the other day that uh, you have the record for the, being the oldest player to hit a home run at Chase Tatum. He was 70 years old. Yeah. He had a home run against Virgil Trucks at an Alzheimer's right, game. Right, at Alzheimer's game. Well, he said to me before I went up, because it was, it was nothing, nothing, and it's, we're playing the third inning. And he said, uh, if you hit a home run, he says, I'll, I'll invite you back next year. So I hit the home run. So I got invited back the next year. It was, uh, I, I, was, did you have the only home run in the game? Or, yeah, or, it was yeah. one nothing. Yeah. I did, in fact, did some research on it too. Before you, your baseball career, you studied to be a priest? Yes, or? I did. Went four and a half years. That was my high school days. Right. And I went to Mount Carmel, Mount Carmel Seminary up in Canada, Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada, right across from the falls. And while I was there, I went up there for the summer, okay? Father Lucian Casey asked me if I would go up there. And so I went up there and I said, well, this is great, you know? You can play ball, you can do everything you want up here. Then you do your studying, you, you have teachers there that are one-on-one -on -one and stuff like that. So, uh, but it got to a point where sports was so predominant in my life. And I prayed and hoped that the good Lord would tell me which direction to go. And I just I had a scholarship to, um, that I could have gone to Notre Dame because I was a pretty good football player. I mean, I could throw a football 70 yards. Really? Yes. And uh, and Father Lucian, you know, said, I can get your scholarship to Notre Dame because you, you, you can throw the ball that far and stuff like that. Jack Butler, who played for the Steelers, okay, him and I were in the same class. We had a class of sport figures that were good. And the seniors never beat us. Nobody beat us in any exhibition games that we played up there. Wow. Do you think your career, because you, most of the teams, unfortunately, didn't win, if you look at your stats, close to 300 home runs, close to 1,000 RBIs, you know, on a cover of Sports Illustrated with, your, with the Cubs and, you know, um, you know second earning banks and, you know, for home runs one year. Did you, maybe the teams you played on weren't great. You think it... Maybe in Laurel, you didn't get the... the, the well, the, you know, I played 16 and a half years, and nine of them were in um, teams that played in last place. And you would think that you would get down, but I love baseball so much 
I'd rather, I'm, I'm, when I first got married, you know what I told my wife, my projected wife? I said, baseball's number one, you're number two. How did she take that? I told her that. And, and then when I finished baseball, I said, well, now you're going to move up to number one. And if you give me any static, I'm going to drop you back down to number two. I, I know you were married over 60, 60, 61 years. Well, that's a long time. Yeah. Okay, last question. Uh, you'll be 90 years old this month. Tuesday. Congratulations. And you played in the golf tournament the other day, Bill Mazeroski's. Yes. You got a couple of birdies. Seven birdies. How do you do it? How did I? I putted very well. You putted very well. Very well. And in fact, the, the players who played with me, the two guys were older guys. Says we've never seen anybody pit yeah. putt as well as you did. Yeah. Even the putts that I missed, it was that close to the hole. How do you stay in good shape you're in? I mean, well, I just uh, <laughs> I I play golf. I do a little bit of walking, not much. I'm, I'm t uh, I've done so much exercise in baseball, I just got tired of it. I got you. Okay, I'm, I think you can understand that. Okay, but I watch what I eat. I only eat three meals a day. I only eat between meals. Right, well, I appreciate the time, Frank, and thank you for meeting Jay, coming up. Uh, thank my you, time sir. is always for the match. Thank I, you, sir. I've enjoyed being here. Thank you, sir. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.